0: I wish I'd got record going. Oh, I have. <laughs> You're special. <laughs> I have medication. <laughs> Medication's what you need. Um, right, so, yeah, pretty much ready whenever you are. Um, I don't have anything written down to remind me of things, but... There's not really that much to remind us of. Here, I'll just
1: quickly. Oh, screen is gone. There you are. Is it definitely recording yet?
0: You see, I can stop it and test it, but then I've no idea if it does it the next time I start it up, so I am as confident as confident can be it is recording. The reason it didn't record that other time was my screen hadn't come up, and I thought, oh, it doesn't matter. I've got Colin's screen on there, but he just didn't record at all. Okay. But both of our voices are recording on this one as well. I can see that from the the little thing. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm as the confident beast. as I can be. Okay. Which one is it? Oh, no idea. Is it 14 or 15? 15.
1: I'm
0: just checking. 15.
1: Okay. Ready? Hi. Welcome to Time for 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 episode the 15th. My name is Colin Harmon. We are recording live from the original third floor special that we've turned into a bedroom for Stephen Leighton. The Leighton Suite. The Leighton Suite, yeah. How many people can say that? Oh, our first shop we've turned into a bedroom. (laughs)
0: It wasn't just any bedroom, though.
1: Yeah, Ma- many yeah. great people yeah. have slept there. You can actually see see this here. Can you see them? I can see those. Yeah, uh, they held water pipes. <laughs> Expressions. Evans. In fact, did um, you, didn't we do
0: uh, episode the second from there? In fact, didn't we in that very room? You call yourself a giant. No, why would I do that? I have no idea. That would be that would, ridiculous. That
1: wouldn't make any sense, and it would invite cri- uh, ridicule on myself.
0: <laughs> so, so we did so, post TT live. Yes, we did. You, you do um, know? You do know that the hashtag has now been taken over by the Isle of Man TT racing. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's really
0: irritating. <laughs> I'm like that
1: was a bit one. this doesn't make any sense and it was like no yeah there's, there's nothing I hate more than motorsport
0: well they heard about our great success and are trying to piggyback on the success of our our conference we will be in touch <laughs> and you know you know Audi
1: have just released the car as well and um, seriously they ripped it off too <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you, know, you have no idea what we're walking on about um Oh, look! I Forgot that was there. There's <laughs> nothing to do. With what, it what date is it?
0: There, the I'm 14th sorry. to the 19th of April. Let's go.
1: Do it. Do it. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, we we did Tapertansum live, and I okay. I think we kind of pulled it off, didn't we? I. I
0: You know, I've had real issues with this because people have congratulated me greatly about Tampa Tantrum Live. And really, all I can claim the credit for was turning up and going, hello! (laughs) And then, like, kind of everything was done around me. So when we say we pulled it off, can I have the disclaimer now? I won't mention it again, but the disclaimer was this was Colin's idea. Colin organised shit to happen and he pulled it off. And I am going to hold onto the coattails of a barista again to uh, bask in the glory of yes, we pulled it off, mate. We did it. Okay. Well, let let, let, let me jog your memory. <laughs> so, um, the most
1: we'll go into what was great, and what was what was uh, fun about the whole thing. But um, we had people coming from
0: all around the world. Oh, your screen's gone. Yeah, it keeps, cu- it, it keeps cutting in about. I think your internet connection is a little slow. If you've got stuff open, close it down. Like email Ugh. or anything like that, or Twitter, close it down. I shall okay, do the I same can... to make sure. Alright,
1: oh, are we going to edit this bit
0: out? No. No, oh, we don't do that, do we? No. Uh, I'm closing so... it down now. Gone. I meant to do it before we started, but. Oh, we could restart! No, it's fine. It's not on stage. Lo- it?
1: <laughs> people are loving this. It's amazing. So, um, what was I say? Oh yeah. So, people had come an awful a long way, and see all this, and they bought tickets, and everybody was in the house. On the way, but we were kicking off at twelve o'clock. Is that right?
0: Yeah.
1: At eleven o'clock, we didn't have a screen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was an issue because <laughs> like. Everybody was very present, presentationally heavy apart from me, so it was like, okay, I'm last, so this is the like has the least impact on me anyway. But it was like, it's not working, ah! and, and Cosimo could not do it without presentation at all. Oh, the Dave and oh, oh, Jesus, but oh. well, um, like it was strange because oh, like even the week of
1: WBC uh, boat times, it was fine. I could see, you know, there's like shop was opening, I could see there's no problems, whatever. The week of Tabernacle, I could not sleep a wink. I was absolutely cacking myself, and it was all because of the presentation stuff. Like, you know what I'm like with technology. I think people have just witnessed what I'm like with technology.
0: It's not your strong point, is it, Carl?
1: Nah, nah. It's 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 the sick drink of the barista competition that is my life. <laughs> and yeah, uh, <laughs> um, but when I was just having nightmares about the screen, and then of course around the screen, and like whenever we go, we had no screen, and effectively, we were close to saying to people,
0: Why don't we just have some coffee instead? And just no, we, oh. weren't. No, we weren't. It was net, it, it was, it was gonna work, we were gonna fix it somehow, but it was just getting to the point where we were in a lot of trouble if we didn't do it quickly.
1: <laughs> but, um, I mean, it, it uh, oh, yeah, it, it, it worked in the end, and it was you who pulled it off, so that's that's the point I was getting to. Like, You managed to find what was wrong and how it was wrong, and we got it going. And then after that, I
0: mean, it went pretty well, I think. (laughs) Um, I thought it went super well. Apart from the button didn't work, did it, for moving the screens across. But actually, I actually felt that was an improvement that it didn't work, because that whole kind of like, and, and the video that's just gone up with James. Do you mind if I just do a comedy gesture? Works really well, <laughs> you know. It's like it's um, there's a big yeah. comedy button there that doesn't work. It was uh, now I I think we pulled it off. It was good. It was, everybody who is like I had quite a few people come up to me in Bogota and they were saying like it was amazing. I can't believe that you like the streaming was watchable, and most streaming isn't watchable. But people were saying yeah. it was watchable. They enjoyed it. It was good. That's off to Bob. That yes. Bob did it a great job
1: and is no doubt glued to tap tam- 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 no screw Bob <laughs> we did. we rocked <laughs> woo 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 um, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun uh, no it wasn't a lot of fun uh, what we t- it, was, it was horrible it was fun the next day after it was uh, you, you were was very very, fun. very
0: stressy when I turned up on Friday like very stressy more than I've ever seen you before you were just like oh uh, eh. and it was like why are you we're stressing. It seems like everything's organised, and pretty much it was. It was only the presentation stuff and the and the screen that we everything was sorted. And you sold a hundred, and I'm going to say this again: a hundred tickets. Yeah, I think the other thing is, like, I had anticipated,
1: but not fully really thought through that um we're, we're busiest on Saturday. Mm. Saturday is our busiest day. Okay. We'd invited one hundred extra people to turn up on that busiest day. And those one hundred people were amongst mo- uh, some of my most feared and admired peers in this industry. And that's kind of why I was a little bit um shaky, so we say. Yeah. But um yeah. it went well. I was ridiculously, like ridiculously proud of all the guys that be that weekend. I mean the um like you're, you're serving, like, a thousand coffees that day. They're not all going to go out perfectly. You know, you're, you're shite on about the, the worst cup and the best cup, all that kind of stuff, whatever. But the way they conducted themselves, and every time I looked across, they had smiles on their faces, and they were talking to the people, and everybody was enjoying themselves. And you just you cannot ask more than that. And, um, yeah, that was amazing. Huge round of applause for them.
0: But, yeah, they could have, I mean... That one, it was the nicest crowd you could possibly serve anyway, because I think everybody was very kind of understanding, because they come from some kind of industry, you know, either inside the industry or having knowledge of the industry. I think for more than anything it must be really stressful when somebody like James Hoffman turns up at your bar and says, oh, can I have a coffee, please? You know, you just go, oh, no, go away. You know, <laughs> or you get Cosimo there, kind of, you know, who, you know, it's his machine that it's being done, and he's like, no, you can't go away, stop it, you're scaring me. Um, that, for me, was the biggest kind of like, that must be very stressful as a barista to serve somebody who, you know, you, you read about or watch on tinternet. Um I don't know. I, I, I made one coffee that day and it was for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I made one coffee that day and it was for me. Nice move. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, I, I can only make coffees in groups of four, <laughs> three times. That's what I do
0: after you can your 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 max is 12 drinks a day isn't it <laughs> after that just 12 or 1 that's it
1: <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it was it was amazing. okay so despite all the heartache and the pain and the soiled trousers and everything what we have somehow managed to convince ourselves to do is to prolong said soiling and pain and <laughs> horrible and to extend Habitat and life and to not only do it once a year in Dublin, but to perhaps do it somewhere else.
0: On the road. Yeah, no, I think um, I, I, I saw the pressure and stress that you were under and I thought it might be kind of quite cool if I had some of that pressure and stress. And I could really claim some responsibility for something going well and not just kind of turn up and, and, and do it. So, um, yeah, I think... I mean, it's kind of... we. Are we going to say where we want to do it next or will we wait till it's confirmed and stuff? Or? Well, it, it wouldn't be like... like I'm do Don't move the, the it. laptop around. You make me seasick. I'm going to go for a walk. People like this. It's amazing. They, they don't. Like they don't like it at all. They definitely do. It's I great. don't. It makes me feel sick. You do this every time we talk on Skype. You start moving me around. Yeah, and then every time I do it, you start complaining.
1: You think you get used to it. Now, I promise to move no more. Is
0: that better? Not really, because now you've really screwed up the stream and it's probably not recording because of you. You're still in the bedroom on the screen. Really? Yes. (laughs) You've probably broken it. And um, we're back. Sorry
1: about that. I decided to go uh, seeking um, a better internet connection. Hopefully, it worked. It did work. Definitely it did work. No need to get out my Stephen.
0: It was really slick. Honestly, yeah. I I, I just I, I, the way I've just chopped it together, nobody noticed. Absolutely seamless. <laughs> so where were we? We were talking
1: about. Oh, yeah. So you were saying, will we will we tell everybody? I like, yeah. In the true spirit of Camper potential, might let us. Um, shoot our mouth off and claim to be able to do great things and then try and follow it, so. Uh. Um,
0: we want to do it in London. Yeah, I can't believe you just said it. You need to take full responsibility for it now. <laughs> and the reason we want to do it in London is manyfold. Don't eat while you're on camera either. You're just so rude.
1: It's we just like it the before. first
0: one again with the donuts. Who's going to off if I don't do it? So yes, uh, London for a number of reasons is one. Uh, it's a very central place for people to get to, so people can fly in, um, uh, plenty of accommodation. Um, there are lots of lovely coffee people in London as a central hub that I'm sure we can uh, force to come and, and threaten them, and we can get help. So, uh, James has very kindly offered to. James Hoffman has very kindly offered to kind of help us. Has us John, has us Jess, has us Annette, has us, you know, lots of friends down in, in London who who will step up and help us make it happen.
1: I just thought we should get up. Huh? I just thought of someone who we should ask who? to talk. Who? The single greatest. Who was. Who was the Sorry I'm eating toffee. Did you know I was eating toffee?
0: We all know that you're eating toffee, Colin I, I purposely haven't brought anything to eat because I, I'm I'm a caveman so I, I couldn't I have to go hunt and forage for things. Dude you're strange. Oh i have got liquids as well. Um, so the
1: undisputed MC of the millennium, um, Mr. Ross ha <laughs>
0: Gosh, we couldn't trust him. It
1: would be hilarious. It would be hilarious.
0: Yeah. He nearly got, in the Brewers' Cup yesterday, which we'll talk about in a little while, he wanted me disqualified because I was using the same brewer as he was, but then he found out I wasn't, so he didn't want me disqualified anymore. <laughs> He's noble <isn't> he? as <laughs> well. Um, but yeah, I think I think London would be a really good place to do it before we spread our wings and try it. Like just slowly start to move further and further away from home, <laughs> and take it like on a bit of a roadshow. But I think Singapore. I think the thing people kept coming up to me and saying about it was like it was a coffee event that was fun. Um, it was a coffee event that was useful. I think still in the format of TED is kind of really cool because lots of people like TED. Don't
1: say that. that's still will we Will we overtake them in the in the iTunes download charts or something?
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, now we've got some decent content that we might. We broke my little heart. But yeah, I, 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 I really, I'm really excited. I think, I think it could be a great place, and um, it could be another great event. I spoke to some people while in Colombia about appearing, who were like, "Me, really? Ooh, and know, and excited." And I was like, yes, you really, you're brilliant. See, the, those quarters in the
1: hotel wouldn't really be the best people. Nice.
0: <laughs> Honestly, they were really nice. I mean, they don't speak English, <laughs> but that's okay.
1: And they don't drink coffee or know anything about it, but <laughs> outside the box. Exactly.
0: They could have a layman's view of coffee. Um, but. So, no, it was, uh, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um the downloads yeah. since we set your one live has been mm-hmm. amazing, like thousands upon thousands of downloads in two weeks. Which right. something money all fucked Bogota, you know. Well, at least I managed to do it while I was out there on the worst internet connection on in the world. I managed to sort it out. Seriously, well done. Um, and yeah, I, I think I think if we can build this library and keep this library going, um, oh yes, app download for the app. You must go to iTunes, search for TT Live and there is an iPhone, iPad app where you can go and watch that stuff um, as yeah. well as going to tampertantrum.com.
1: And if anyone here watching has access to a 200-seater auditorium on a tropical island and uh, um, nearby airstrip that they could fly us all to expenses paid, then please do contact us.
0: What, you mean we might get a free holiday out of this? Uh, does Richard Branson like coffee? He's got it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: all the time. Let's do it. Yeah, so tapertatum was an amazing amount of fun. No, no, tapertatum was an amazing amount of fun for everybody that went, and, um, I enjoyed myself. You did enjoy yourself, then. Yeah. I did, I enjoyed. Post.
0: I kind of enjoyed the compare, and I, I want to get better at it. But it was fun. I, I liked yeah. that side of it. I liked making fun of you as well, which is always good. It kind of
1: actually, you did that quite a lot. Um, but the, the actually, in, in serious, uh, in all seriousness, the, the the greatest thing for me was that we had the. Um, kind of heavy-weighty subject that, that Cosmo brought to the table, which is a lot of data. I think it's a video that's going to be really, really popular because you kind of need to watch it a few times and go, okay, okay, because there's so much like really cool information there. Couple that with, with um, Mike Stacks' presentation, which was really applicable to any sort of business. Like, it was just fascinating. My dad was sitting there, and he works in construction. He loved it. Like, And then you got Guillem in a dress talking about women in the workplace. and He was quite Brophy, hot as well, though, didn't he? Yeah strangely so actually, you know. I had but some then, strange urges I I, <laughs> I I really had to fight with. Um, just go just go with it. Ride right that wave. And then they And then like Dave just completely thinking it's the box as Dave does with his wet grinding and like when you look at all these things like it's the whole I was saying to Cosimo was just like, you know because he's Italian, I wanted to speak a language he would have stood. So we're talking about like a pizza. It's an Italian dish. Do you get it? Yeah. The metaphor is down there. Now, so within that dish, there are many different ingredients that have many different flavors and tastes, but together they, they bring balance. And tantum as a whole was just so such a complete meal, like a pizza. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. Wordsmith. Wordsmith. So very, very proud of it. Um, got a, an amazing lineup of people speaking at the next one. They just don't know about it yet.
0: Yeah. But I think the other thing is I, I liked it because it's a really good excuse just to bring all of our coffee mates together in one place and have yeah. fun with each other and catch up. And I kind of know since then um, I've been talking to people a lot more who were there, like m- much more than I have, you know, other times. And, th- and that's ace. You know, I just it, it just reminds you why why I want to be involved in coffees. There's lots of reasons and most of it to make bags full of money. But um i've here but no the i mean the important thing is i have so many friends from being involved in this industry and being able to kind of get together with those mates and geek out about coffee and feel like other people wanted to geek out with us was awesome that was it was it's kind of like why we did Tampa tantrum if you remember was like we talked coffee a lot and we thought it might be kind of quite nice to talk to coffee yeah. with other people listening and basically a, a one-way conversation um before. I did like the opening to the, that I did to Tampa Tantrum as well was Tampa Tantrum Live only happened because it's the only way Colin can get a room full of people to listen to him and that was pretty much the tone of it.
1: Very well it is. of other ways. But, uh, yes, it was amazing and, and hopefully there'll be many, many, many more. Mm. Um, so, there was um, a little small competition that followed that. What, the Brewers Cup? Uh, oh, actually, we should probably do that first, actually. Yeah. So on the same, which is actually was quite successful, kind of in in the Irish context. Yeah. Because the day before Tamper Tension was the Irish Beers' Cup, which was very kindly hosted by the good people at Marco, named Paul Stack and and David Walsh. Friends of the show. Yeah. And um, it was very well attended and apparently a lot of fun. I ended up having to run the shop that day, so I don't know what it was like. But um, it was it was enormously fun. Pictures so, frozen. Is it?
0: Yeah. Hmm. It's still frozen. We should stop.
1: Cool. So, sorry about that. Um, the Brewers' Cup was uh, won eventually by Mr. Keith O'Sullivan, uh, who is Datak on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Could be a filthy word for everybody. I know, and he's just made <laughs> from the internet. Fuck you, Keith. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, I can't say that.
0: Don't swear. <laughs> I <can't. laughs>
1: Okay. And we're back. Uh, sorry about that. So the the Irish Beerist the Cup was won eventually by Mr. Keith O'Sullivan. Uh, it was a, a customer with 380, which is amazingly brilliant and highly embarrassing at the same time. Thank you for making the show with us, Keith. But congratulations. Uh, very well deserved. And um, Very much, yeah. I wasn't that you were there? You can tell us all about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, the day started off with kind of like, I say, at and Because Tampa Tantrum was on, there's lots of people came the day early to, to, to go to that as well, which was great. So the I met a few people at the airport who were who come in for Tampa Tantrum, but we came to the Brewers' Cup as well. Um We uh, went up there. Marco did a great job of kind of making their warehouse look like a space that was quite cool. Um, They got people to do talks. Uh, They got me to stand up and do a talk. So I did two talks in two days, which was cool. Um, Talk on, Talk on. Pardon? Don't mind me. Um, And while this was happening, the Brewers' Cup was going on. And then after the talks had finished, they had the three presentations because they only had three go through to the finals um, compared to six at other places, which was Keith, Jordan, and... Megumi? Hmm?
1: Megumi? Yes,
0: yes, Megumi. Um, Three very different performances. Um, I think Keith kind of... Keith won because... It was very heartfelt. It was very kind of. It, it was very honest. It was very kind of like. This is why I love this coffee, and he put a hell of a lot of work into the presentation. You know, this wasn't somebody rocking up thinking, "Oh well, if I make it through, then I'll I'll have a go." And when we move on to talk about London, I've got because the, the the London Brewers Cup was yesterday, um, yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Um, l- <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I said tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> I am so tired at the minute, mate. It's scary. I did in my mug today and I was just all over the place. I was, yeah, just, but anyway.
1: Um, uh, it's in your mug. Look when Steve was like herself. Like.
0: <laughs> but no, it was really cool because Keith just, he, he put loads of work in, loads of effort and he prepared. And I think that is very much the key to winning that second round. The same with the one with James Hoffman winning in London yesterday, he put time in, he prepared. He didn't just rock up and go and and like I, in a, in the, a few of the performances in Ireland and in the UK, people stood up and said, Well I haven't really prepared. Now could you imagine if you did that in a in a barista competition? I haven't really prepared, we're gonna make you some coffee. People go mm-hmm. you're not gonna win if you haven't prepared. And I think yeah. there's an element to that. You could see that Keith had put work in and and, and his presentation was phenomenal. Um so yeah, um, it was a great day. Battered sausages were eaten by everybody. Um, nice. I do. People. Some people peeled their battered sausages, which was awesome, um, and it was a really cool atmosphere. They peeled their battered what? Why would they peel their battered sausages? Because they're cavemen and they, they can only eat things that oh. have been harpooned. Um, but yeah, uh, and the beers. There needs to be a shout-out for the beers that Marco brought in. Awesome. (laughs) They had 5am Saint, they had Goose Island, they had something else that was really good. The selection of beers were amazing. For the after-party thing, it was very good. Wow, that's cool. Mm, mm. But I couldn't drink any because I was coming down to uh, see you. And yesterday, how did yesterday go? Yeah, yesterday. Uh, 19 people. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tired. Um, Yeah, 19 people competed at Gwillam's shop in Leather Lane. Um, the shop was full all day of coffee geeks just standing around watching. And uh, I was 19th up, which was great. My first ever competition proper, because I did the Aeropress one, but that's not a real competition, is it? It's kind of like... It's not endorsed. No. It's the Soda Stream, it isn't. Yeah, I did want to use the Soda Stream in this one. We all wanted you to. I'm glad I didn't lug it down to London with me because I didn't even get a chance to perform. But um, yeah, it was the quality was amazing. There were some great people competing, um, you didn't get a chance to perform. No. What happened? I didn't make top six.
1: Uh, oh, because you think? Yeah. Oh, I'm confused now. Where did where did you finish, Steve?
0: Oh, I think it was 14th or 15th I wasn't last And everybody else was a barista So it was baristas and me So I, I I, don't feel embarrassed by it I, I, Well actually no I do feel embarrassed by it My score sheets were kind of quite Quite consistent, quite good I, I don't know How you would get more or less it, I, And this is the part about the competition I found quite Two parts that I didn't really like about the competition. I loved everything about the actual idea of it. I think the Brewers' Cup is an awesome idea that really, I think, can grow and grow and will grow as big as barista competition. I firmly believe that in 10 years we will look at the Brewers' Cup with as much prestige as we do the barista competition. But the first part I didn't like is you get 15 minutes with a coffee to try and find out how best to brew it. And then you have to perform straight after and give them the coffee. It feels a little bit like potluck. Now, I don't think you should know the coffee before the day, but I don't see any harm in knowing the coffee on the day. So, for instance, it was an El Salvador washed bourbon that they used yesterday. If they'd said to me it's an El Salvador washed bourbon before I started my brewing stuff, I would have had a better idea of how to use that coffee, and I could have used the knowledge that I have about different coffees to kind of go this is the brew method i should use this is the way i should use it but because you don't have any of that information it feels a little bit like it's uh, it's a bit of a lottery and it also discourages people for my next gripe which is like this, the performance part of it why would should you or would you put effort into putting a performance together for the second round if you think you may not even get a chance to do it Um, because of the potluck and lottery randomness of the first round Mm. Um, and at least four of the people yesterday stood up there and said well I haven't really prepared anything and it's kind of like well that's not very good is it you know Uh, and then there were 13 other people who didn't make it through who may have prepared and may have put some thought and effort into what they were going to do yeah and that's not a slight on those people because I hadn't. Don't get me wrong, I hadn't done like loads and loads of work with it. In fact, the brewer I used I'd never used before. Um, <laughs> so I, it's not like I kind of. But I, I had put some thought into the coffee I was going to use and the presentation I was going to put together.
1: You're like one of the, you know, you're what come down at me and someone's there cooking the dinner and they go, "Oh, I've never done this recipe before," and you're like, "Oh, this isn't going to end well." Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah But I, 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 I thought it was quite cool. It was suited that that particular day that it was going yeah. to do it and because okay. I had to do multiple brews it really suited it as well so well, and I think brewing coffee is brewing coffee isn't it let's be honest the um,
1: people that are running the competition are behind the competition I would imagine this competition will be better next year because of that because they're the sort of people that will take on kind of feedback and Involves the we had exactly the
0: same conversation over a meal last night. After it, you know, where there's a group of us sat around and I definitely think that they they will look at it and go, "It's not the finished article yet," because it's not. Um, but
1: it's something, it's a start. And that's, it's that's and
0: The concept is amazing, and I will so compete next year. So compete. Yeah,
1: I think I will too if I can get
0: the day off work. <laughs> no, you can't. but no I I think it's got it's got real real legs and and I do think that we will look back in 10 years time and go hey did we not have this competition in the past I think it'll be bigger than the cup in one and I think it will be bigger than the latte art um, and the coffee and good spirits I really do
1: I disagree yeah I think that it won't be as big as the Bristol competition in 5 years time because what will happen is that it will become integrated it will what? (laughs) They'll become integrated, so that we will say bye bye signature drink. Oh, well, not necessarily bye bye signature drink, but bye bye. I think people will then have the opportunity to do a group coffee instead of a signature drink. I think it'll take I, a I would country. love
0: that to happen, but I don't think it will.
1: Well, now this conversation is finished. Go away. Seriously. No, no. no I,
0: I, 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 you know, I think I think the problem with barista competition is it's so successful um, that the, the, there there doesn't there isn't an imperative to change it. Um. Well, like if you look at what,
1: like, let's say, there was a lot of people this year at WBC. Like Alejandro's, his drink was all made of coffee. And last year we did one with water. And this year there was a few other ones that were mis- mixing with cascara as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not uh, drinks from people that didn't didn't Dale use cascara and flowers as well this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I know there was other Competitors in WBC or in IBC and UKBC and USBC that did use cascara based and and uh, cascara. and
0: have <laughs> <laughs> seen the buzzwords this
1: year.
0: <laughs> yeah, or Uda last year using
1: um, coffee prepared four different ways it was a Chemex and the French press and the thing like that. So I think it will kind of happen by default. I think it will. It won't be a decision. It'll just kind of suddenly slip in there, yeah. and um, so mm,
0: I, I, I I hope so. I really do. But I kind of worry that it, work, well, it won't. Yeah, because I, well, I I do think we're at a point now where um, the with competition, it, it's it's a really interesting junction because you could see that the ideas are. It's very difficult to reinvent anything now it's very difficult to come up with a, a new sig drink now that somebody else hasn't done something similar to or something like or something along the lines of and I, and I think that we are at a point where it could get very difficult to do something new unless we start tweaking some of the rules and, and moving the, like like they do with football you know i i remember the pass back rule coming in and everybody saying it would kill football but it didn't it made football better because you couldn't just keep passing it back to the keeper all the time
1: I was kind of wondering what would happen if they just got rid of the offside room. I just think football would become hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like 11 guys standing around the goal and people just like running up to me. It would be brilliant. It would be like, you know when you're a kid and you're playing in the, in the park and it's just 27-93 is the score and it's just like,
0: ah, this is amazing. But that, that but, but you, you know that, that's, that's I guess, why the rules exist, so that doesn't happen and it doesn't get ridiculous. But um, also, you, yeah. how would you like... We beat twenty seven ninety-three. That oh, was brilliant. But my, my, I, my, I think the Brewers' Cup probably makes it less likely for it to be integrated into competition than it would have been if Brewers' Cup didn't exist now.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. I suppose, well, you get marked. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I think, I definitely do think that barista competitions will, will go towards coffee oriented drinks. As in,
0: only coffee. Barista competition will involve coffee-orientated <laughs> drinks. That's good. I hope it does. I, I endorse that. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, so, so, yeah, Brewers' Cup, I think he's is, is, is ace. I, I really do. I think he's got lots of legs, and I desperately want to keep being involved with it. I think it's fun.
1: Is there a coffee competition that you would like to see that doesn't exist?
0: I'd like to see something... I mean, I, I talked about this last year in a blog post, and but when people have... Like, there's a few people who've come up with suggestions for a, a competition like it, and I don't really like the ideas very much, but I'd love something where roasters were more... You know, very selfishly. Um, I, I like competition, and I would like something that roasters could be much more involved in. But how you do that, I don't know, without it being a bit corny and a bit rubbishy. Because everybody who's approached me about stuff... Since that blog post, and, and and I've had probably three or four people tell me they're thinking of setting up a competition. I've kind of gone, eh, I don't like okay.
1: that. This, all right, if you got, you got, uh, yeah. a, a, let's say, wash sells a coffee cake. Okay? really good quality coffee. Okay, you, you get ten roasters, and everybody gets uh, what's a, a reasonable amount of coffee to send to somebody to to profile and roast a kilo of.
0: But well, this is the problem, is that I I could get by with a couple of kilos because I have small roasters and I have the ability to do that. Not everybody does. And this is where all of the issues come in. And then you also bring in the part of finding a profile takes a little bit of time, so you should have more. Then you find that because you're sending it to them, then it's open to all sorts of abuse and people doing things different. Well, do
1: you know? We could do it for fun at uh, 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 tantrum, maybe. If we got, like, six roasters... Uh, let's just say for the UK, okay. You get six roasters, send them all the same coffee. I tell them it's just for fun. Get someone like Dave Walsh to have a filter or shuttle and to brew them all to the same. Parameter. It's like in the Brewers uh, or in the what do you call it, the uh, Gold Cup standards, you know. And test all the brews, make sure everything's right. There, every gets A B C D E. You taste them and you pick your favourite
0: well, It's kind of what I mean, differently because it's not the same coffee. But that's what happens at the Nordic Roasters Cup, where there's they they basically have. Uh, 10 people can it's, enter. It's not
1: the same, though, because it's different coffees.
0: It's, um, yeah. Like, like... Yeah, but what the problem is, is is it fair to do it at somewhere like that because you're going to be using people's taste from that region. This is why I find the Nordic Roasters Cup so difficult, because for me, my coffee was the most delicious. It's going to be. That's why I put it in there. But you forget that you're playing to a Nord audience that have different tastes to what my market has. Or, or, or vast generalisation, of course, but... Um, and I think that it's it's very difficult to judge a roaster. It's it's easy to do barista competition. You technically do things, you produce something where you taste it and and the job's done, but I think it's a lot harder with a roaster. There's always that caveat. No,
1: I don't believe that the best barista always wins the barista competition.
0: No, 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 of
1: course. It's it's just it's just a game. That's what it, it's a game and it's like a guy wins, like and that's or a girl wins, and that's that's the way it is. Um so I think as long as people accepted it as just a little bit of fun, it could it could be a little bit of fun.
0: You say that, but it isn't a little bit of fun because I would desperately want to win it for my reputation. Yeah. You know, if you came last out of six roasters who submitted their coffee, you would feel pretty rubbish. You would. So you, it, it isn't a bit of fun. It would actually be, you know, I, I would get quite obsessive about it and lose sleep about it.
1: Yes, you would. Moving on swiftly. Um so what was gonna to say to uh, the other little competition that I was um, mentioning was the um, the world wrestling Division. federation? Uh, yeah. World world life okay. World barista Championships Held in Book
0: Did Colin Harmon go to World Championships? <laughs> And you were sadly missed. Lots of people asked me where you were. I wanted to. It would have been great. I covered I like. for you. I told them that I wouldn't have let you. I said that I, he had to stay at the shop. I wouldn't let him. Thanks, Steve. That was the truth, though. I also said that there was a court order stopping you leaving Ireland to a few people. I am mental. <laughs> um...
1: Yeah, it, was, it looked. It
0: looked. In fairness,
1: like when I was, I watched a lot of the stream. I think I watched probably three quarters of what happened. It looked like so much fun, like so much fun. Every time the camera was just panning on the audience, they're just dancing. And no, in fairness, it was Cantaro Mariana dancing half the time. But <laughs> them he dances mean as well. Oh my God, that guy was just like, he was like, oh, there's Cantaro Mariana. and he's just going, like, ah, like dancing
0: and stuff. <laughs> No, it was, it was, I mean, I, I've been, I went to Bern, didn't go to Tokyo, went to Copenhagen, but I only saw very little bit of a Copenhagen, obviously Atlanta, London, so this is, I've been to a few championships, Bogota was like the antidote for London. Was London that bad? I thought so. I thought the organisation was pretty rubbish. So, for instance, backstage was crap. Yeah. Um, the organisation of the show itself was crap. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. Carl, we got we got kicked out of there when there was still announcing finalists. I got pushed over by a security guard. Literally kicked out of it. <laughs> it was crap. And, yeah. and 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 I thought it was awful. I thought it was it was budged together. I was I was I didn't enjoy that competition at all. I think also a little bit because. I felt stretched in lots of directions with it. Um, I think the only the only time I enjoyed London was actually being on stage. So yeah. a lot of
1: everywhere else was just a bit of a clusterfuck really wasn't. Awesome.
0: But Columbia was like, first of all backstage. Amazing. You know, all of those baristas in a to get them in any kind of space is tough, but backstage was great. Well organised, like we it ran to time. A barista competition that ran to time. It didn't run over.
1: Maybe they were getting disqualified for going over or something.
0: <laughs> but it was like, it, it was bang on. Everything was bang on time. It was, it was really well run. And I think there's a couple of reasons for why it was more professional this year than last year. I think the main one is Cindy. Cindy Chang, Executive Director yeah. of WCE.
1: I got to see a little bit of um, how the, the issues that Cindy dealt with in London. Uh, that were completely and utterly out of her control. Yeah. And particularly relating to the guys that ran the actual event centre. I, I, was... I think
0: the other thing, Cindy inherited London. She 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 wasn't there from the start, so she couldn't make the demands that she wanted because some people had negotiated it before she took over. This was her first competition of being completely and solely in charge of the whole shaboodle. And it must have been scary because Colombia is... <laughs> There's there's a, there's a pace and it's slow. You know, it's like nothing gets done quickly. Nothing at all. And but it was just it was well oiled and the Colombians couldn't do enough to make it a great stay. You know, they really did they stepped everybody stepped up. But I think Cindy was kind of fairly fundamental to it because she really just like went, Right, let's sort this out, let's do it. Um and I've not always said that I thought she's done things great and, and stuff in the past. Yeah, I'm, and certainly, I'm, I'm a fan of her, but I kind of think she has a really tough job that must be difficult. But she did an awesome, awesome job there. Awesome. Absolutely brilliant. And, uh, yeah, I tip my hat to her. No, she's great. She made, mm. made. And um, who won? Well, you know, before we get there, the stage. I thought the stage was ace. That was a oh, big stage. Big auditorium seat. to watch.
1: Yeah, I think that made a big deal. when I saw it, it was like the, the seats were higher than the floor, like you get at a baseball stadium. This is like, oh yeah, makes sense. Or a, 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 a kind of gymnastics arena. And the well.
0: crowd, like it's it, it was a it was a Latin American crowd. You know, they were as you say cheering and shouting and dancing and and, and emotional. Oh god, when Colombia were up there. And When Columbia made it through to the semi-finals, man, I've never seen anywhere go as mad.
1: She was, it's seriously one of the most inspiring competitions I've seen in a long time. Well, so she, was first,
0: she was first in the first round. She was in first place in the first round.
1: Amazing, yeah. And I didn't make finals.
0: It's, it's but, but, hmm. she, but she was, uh, that, like, when she came on stage, the whole, you felt the whole, like, not just the arena, but the show come alive. Um... Hmm. And they 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 really got behind it. It was it was a super emotional atmosphere in there, like really emotional, more than I've seen at any other competition before. Um, And yeah, the the the, it it just everything seemed more professional this year. Everything. Mm. Um, Hmm. Exactly.
1: So,
0: (laughs) what? Um, a friend of mine. It. Alejandro Mendez, a friend of Hi. yours too.
1: Yes, he's a good guy. We met in London.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I, I, I instantly warmed to him in London. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. He used to spend coffee last year as well, didn't he? We? No.
0: not um, yeah, last year? Oh, I think he did, actually. Yes, yeah. But, um, yeah, his boss, I've kind of known for quite a few years. Um, his coach, uh, Federico. I, I remember walking into their shop in in, um, in San Salvador and seeing a barista trophy there and going, oh, who's the barista champ? And he went, oh, coffee person. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, my name's Steve, Steve Light. he went, has been Steve. And this was like four years ago, five years ago. And, um, yeah. you were a one, then. Huh? You're a nobody, then. I still am nobody. Um oh. But no, he's he's a really cool guy. Uh, His shop has had the last five champions from El Salvador have been from his shop and he's been coach. And uh, he's worked hard, he's worked hard. To get into the semis last year was amazing, you know. They've always been like 16th, 14th, 15th, round about that kind of space. But making semis last year I thought was really impressive. Um, For a country that's fundamentally the size of Wales, it's tiny. So um, yeah, yeah, and, and so proud for, so pleased for Frederico, and so proud of um, what Alejandro did. It, it was just amazing. And if people haven't seen it, go on Hasblog and watch the video with him the next morning to see what a nice guy he is. He's very good. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I, and I think be a really interesting champion because he's the first champion that speaks Spanish. As you know, as his native language kind of thing, and I think that will actually have a big effect on producing countries and the way they compete.
1: Yeah, that's huge, it that really is huge. That's amazing. And um, something that's interesting as well, we haven't even really talked about this the the, the harvest of the coffee that he used. Mm. For those of you don't know, it has been coffee. When was the harvest? 12 months ago. Okay, and um, last year, we did the La Luzon, which was very 12 months old again, and Alaska, that was like six weeks old. And I think, um, like we used Alaska, which is uh, Neto's other farm, that beside La Luzon, in, in the shop the other week, and suddenly there's this amazing, like, fruitiness that's coming from it out of nowhere, I don't know what it is, and it's, it, it's a, I think it's a very poignant discussion to maybe start at the moment, that like undoubtedly coffee changes over time. Um, but in the rush to get coffee as fresh as possible, sometimes people do oversee that perhaps it's great at different stages or can, do you know what I mean? It's not just, it's not, there is, I think, no matter what it is with coffee, whether it's grinders or dosing or temperature or whatever, there's no hard and fast rules. And sometimes coffee is great when you least expect it to be. And that La Luzon coffee, the natural and the reserve are undoubtedly excellent coffees right now at this stage, 12 months old. I,
0: I, I mean, I've been harping on about this for a long time and been very unpopular for kind of doing so. But for me, seasonality isn't about when he arrives. Seasonality has many facets that we don't understand. Um, I kind of understand the whole thing about the way that Green... Uh, changes and moisture levels change, and that does have an effect on on the length of green. So you can't you can't go back to a coffee in two years' time and say that that coffee is going to be better than something that is freshly picked because the, the, the changes within the bean will have gone so far. I think it's too far. But the window of saying three, maybe six months, which is, seems to be the popular kind of place at the moment, I think is too short. I yeah, I, 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 I usually and I know oh so go on.
1: But for some coffees, but other ones are just, they will not last that long. Yeah. And then, I mean, like you've always been, you've always been a proponent of letting Kenyans sit. And, and
0: I mean, that's old. I, but I think Kenyans are, are, are a rarity. And and I think there's lots of reasons for that. I think it's down to the way that, the like the double washing kind of process that happens in Kenya. And, and, and the long uh, drying times, fermentation times. It'd be great to find out some of that stuff. It really would. Um, and it, it's a good indication to
1: people that, like, it's, it's. There, are, sometimes we get so focused on the on the and the kind of, you know, three-syllable rules to apply, and we don't really think about the problem. Like the thing we've spoken about this before, like right? direct trade. It's like, well, <laughs> direct trade is great, but if you have a direct trade coffee, it doesn't make it great. Like for all we know, the person has paid an absolute pittance for that coffee, and it's rubbish quality, but it still happens to be a direct trade. Yes. So, oh, like, but as soon as you say, oh, direct trade doesn't necessarily mean it's great. I mean, suddenly you're just. You're you're the victim of a witch one to this. So I think there's um there's been a few people online recently that are very, very, very unpopular in the especially coffee community. It's Todd Carmichael, I think. Um, you've seen all his stuff. Yeah. Now uh, why I don't while I don't agree with everything or even most of what that guy says, there is still an element of kind of like, well, at least this is an interesting thing that perhaps we should open discussion with, you know what I mean, as opposed to let's all have this coffee dogma that we all apply Straight across the board. You know what I mean, there is a more interesting discussion behind these things. I think
0: that, that that particular post would have been a great conversation if he hadn't been so aggressive. And he hadn't oh, I- kind of gone after people. He, can't, he, he screwed it up for me at the start because he started slagging off a of mate, and I don't like that at all. Yeah. But I do actually subscribe to what he's saying, as in there are things we can do. To make sure that the cust the customer isn't always right, we've proved that we know. I, I, in the post I've just put up from James, one of the best things from that talk that came out for me was when he said, "The customer isn't always right." I'm a customer, and I'm ne- I'm quite often wrong, you know. And and this is this is an interesting thing, but we do have a responsibility to hopefully find something for the customer that they like. So if they love Indonesian coffees, then we need to try and find something that can fill that. If we can't find anything of quality, then we don't, but we need to try. Um, I've, we, as you know, we're moving. We're moving to a new roastery and we've got a new green store, which is gonna be grand because it's gonna be separate from the rest of the roastery. It's just gonna be a green store. Um, and while I was away in Colombia, I came up with this idea that I want blinds for all of the roof lights. And uh, so it's dark, so it's in darkness all the time, unless I want to open them to clean or whatever. But to keep it in darkness, to stop the te- changes in sunlight, think about if you put a pl- piece of plastic in the sunlight, six months later it's faded and it's it doesn't look the same. Well, if you can do that to plastic, what can it do to coffee? Yeah. Um, and I think there are lots of things we can do to prolong the life of green, to make it better. Temperature
1: is another thing. I mean, I've, I've been in your roastery and James's roastery and other roasteries when it's cold. and
0: <laughs> Well, again, the other thing that I'm, I'm going to look to put in the new green store is some kind of, not to heat it, but to not let it go to a certain temperature below and not to let it go to a temperature above. So some kind of climate control as well. Mm-hmm. And the problem is most people are keeping their green coffee either in their roastery with, around all of their, co- you know, all of their stuff that's going on every day. So you can't do that. Or they're keeping it in a warehouse which is external that the brokers will use. So like we, we use somebody down in, in Bury St Edmunds that store our coffee. But it's mm-hmm. open to the elements all day, every day, wind blowing through, people in and out, daylight, changes in temperature. That's going to you know, age coffee.
1: We know nothing.
0: Nothing. Nothing at all. And this is why I want to do this, because I actually want to start some experiments of like, And um, we've bought like a moisture meter as well, so I can actually track the, the moisture levels of coffee throughout its life through different kind of storage solutions. So we're going to put a sack in the roastery in the light and a sack yeah. in the storeroom out of the light and see what happens. Yeah,
1: that would be great. We do, and you could couple them side by side. Amazing. You could sell them as a multi-pack for 80 pounds
0: <laughs> but the, we know nothing and, and we, we it's scary how little we know and just to say something oh well it's 12 months old it's past crop i mean the other thing with with that la Lugion, it's grown at like 1900 meters it has some wicked altitude it always harvests the last in the harvest because the cherries maturate over a much longer period because it's so cold does that have an effect? Could it be why that coffee tastes amazing compared to another farm that is at 1,500 metres? Yeah, because the same thing happened last year, but it just, it just well, that's found why we this used groove. it for the competition last year. It wasn't because it was like, oh, look, this is lying about. Let's chuck it in. It was like, yeah. this is tasting amazing 12 months on. Why? It just found the groove. It really
1: did. And the Alaska right now. I mean, like, obviously the is getting all the attention, but the Alaska now is just absolutely singing.
0: Well, today I, t- today I tried his new farm and I nearly cried, so... Amazing. I am all emotional at the minute, though. I've, I've, I've turned into this big softy. I love everything and love everybody. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. Neither do I. I really don't. I don't like grumpy it. Steve. I honestly don't like it. I like the grumpy Steve. He was
1: nice. Yeah. Well, yes, I can tell stories. And... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so I think I, I've got a kind of a thing in my head that I want to put. I haven't done a blog post in ages, but I do it now. I'm going to do it after. Just good. I miss your blog post.
0: I can't believe you didn't put your video up from Tampa Tantrum on your blog because lots of people mm-hmm. won't have seen it.
1: Yeah, I'll do that okay. as well. I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. I did, okay. I, did, I, did, I did a really long blog post for the first time in ages, and I really enjoyed doing it. It was good. I actually like my blog again.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely something I want to dip back into. Amazing. Cool. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. We've covered an awful lot and we had fun and we made friends.
0: Yeah. No, it's been, that's good. And we should do these more often because this is easy. We can throw this together in no time at all. Excellent. We should do one in person soon as well. I need to come over to Dublin.
1: You you definitely do because uh, we have something to do, Stephen, don't we? You're not going to tell anyone about it.
0: I told everybody in Bogota, sorry. Oh, I'll been talking to you. I'm like, I'll still talk talking to you. I'm like, oh, really? Do you? Oh, come sorry. on. You've got to give me something to do. You give me too many secrets to keep. They burst out. So it's best that I let the less important ones burst out. You know, like the one about your dressing at the weekends, I've kept inside.
1: You've noticed that we've done waist up today, don't you? The what, sorry? We've done waste up filming today. (laughs) Right. Okay. We have been temper tantrum. You have been bored and resilient. (laughs)